0: Coming at ya, hey now, it's the weekend, it's payday, it's time to grab a beer, it's brew and company, roll the open. I am not musically gifted at all, I sing in the shower, quietly to myself. It's a fun name to say, there's a couple of really fun names to say, I hope I don't have to. Brothers from Greece, let's just say there's a few letters that are silent. I don't think I would survive very long on if you're smarter than a fifth grader, but I bet I could tell better jokes than they can. Welcome in, everybody, and welcome back to the 38th episode of Brew and Company. I am your host, Matt Brubaker, and for the second straight show, we've got a bullpen host. Uh, as, my, as my guy, Brendan Jenkins has a lot going on, so we welcome in today... Uh, Sir Marcus Walsh, Marcus, you cannot use the fact or the joke that you are not knighted. You've used that twice. So that's that's dead and gone. And as I told Marcus at the beginning of the show, uh, I was so busy at work this week for the first couple of days, I almost forgot to put down a rundown or make a rundown. And at the time of this current recording, one, Marcus is propping up his phone on a fake plant. And two, I honestly have not sold on the title of the show. So we're not going to make any references yet, and hopefully in our conversation here, sir, I can come up with one. But I would like to ask first, how are you doing?
1: I'm I'm doing absolutely terrific. It's a beautiful day in the low country of South Carolina, and uh, had a had a busy day running around between Bluffton and back here on Hilton Head Island. Went to Coconut Sports Bar with the uh, with the lovely Sam Wolf, and uh, we had a tremendous, and I mean tremendous. Grilled chicken sandwich with peppers, onions, Carolina barbecue sauce, uh, chips, awesome sandwich. And, yeah, it was just off the chain. Every time I have it, it is top-notch. It is awesome, baby, with a capital A. It is an outstanding, (laughs) righteous, shut-the-front-door kind of sandwich. It is just off the chain.
0: Oh my God! You are coming at you two minutes in. You've already gotten your first impression in. That's uh, right. So I don't know if anyone is gambling on when you were getting your first one in, but the over/under was set at five minutes, and the under has won. So, well done. Uh, yeah, you got to take a lot of that crap off the sandwich, though. If it's gonna be good, it, oh. you got to take off the peppers. You got to take off the. Under- oh no! Basically everything it's, you it's described wor- after you said grilled chicken.
1: I forgot. To, I think I forgot to mention there was bacon on it, too, of course.
0: You know what? That's actually – you've had those tacos at the the Mexican place here, the chicken, steak, and bacon tacos. Here it's it's called zapatas, which is Spanish for shoes. Yes. You've had those, correct? I believe, yeah. Those things, man. I, I don't know how long I'm going to live. No one knows. But I do know this. My life has been cut short because I've eaten those a lot at zapatas. Those are amazing. And
1: th- those – and uh, and certainly without question, some uh, grapevine pizza for you, because I know that's one of your favorite things, too.
0: You know what? Yeah, we're going to get into this because this week is a special week. And at the the debut of this episode is a Friday. There's a lot of big holidays today. We're, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But I do want to ask you something quickly. And then okay. I, I need to also reveal some breaking news <laughs> that regards you.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
0: <laughs> Have you ever used? Dun,
1: dun, no. Um. <laughs> that was a quick no.
0: That was hold That was a quick certain no. To then and just <laughs> as fast, just relinquish the certainty, and then it took you like thirty seconds to actually get to a certain yes. no. You've never used no. It?
1: no, I have not. Okay. During COVID, I stayed with my mom and dad in Bluffton. Yeah. And we used Instacart.
0: Instacart. Not.
1: Not. Doordash. It's very much like Doordash, but it's
0: I've different. never heard of that. That's that's interesting. Yeah. That sounds like Instagram combined with a grocery shopping service. That's what that sounds like.
1: Oh, by the way, I am on Insta now.
0: You know what? Damn it! That was going to be the breaking news I was going to bring up after this. Oh. But let me let dun, me get back dun, to dun, the Doordash dun. thing. Okay. With Doordash, I think I brought this up that I'm very worried about how my food is going to be brought to me. I think I've already discussed that. Let's just say gotcha. this. If I go to Wendy's and order the nuggets, I'm very concerned that the guy that's bringing me my food, he may dip his nuggets into my nuggets and it ruins the whole dinner. So I don't trust DoorDash, but I got a $50 gift card from our distinguished co-host from the previous episode, Lance, because I watched his pups Libby for the last five days. Very nice gesture, $50 gift card. I mean, Lance does it right, but I don't know how to use it (laughs) and I don't know. You brought up Grapevine. I asked him that last night. Is Grapevine on DoorDash? And he said he thinks it is. And that would be great because Grapevine from my house is 37 seconds. And that's if you don't catch the lights. It's quicker if you catch the lights. 37 seconds. Okay. I don't think someone that's bringing me a Grapevine pizza from Grapevine has the chance to do any weird stuff to my food in 37 seconds. And it's still going to be hot. Hot. i don't trust it though i have 50 dollars in my wallet that i don't know how to use but if i can use it at grapevine i'm going in on some pizza
1: right uh well i i don't blame you for that um i've Instacart. had a little bit of grape i've had a little bit of grapevine in my day with you it's delicious up there in good old columbus and it is really really good so yeah and, and sorry for the uh the Interruption of the, the yeah. breaking news. I just you're like, I you're like Adrian
0: Ward-Nawalski, or whatever the hell you say his name, breaking in who's being drafted in the NBA or Adam Schefter, whoever the hell else does yeah. it. Um, I think uh the Detroit Pistons have been a little aroused by uh Wim Banama or whoever the hell his name is. I'm basically throwing out names. I need to come up with he's easier a, names
1: He's to a say. hell he is a hell of a shooter. That Look, dude, I've seen his he's a clip, 7'5 five French. He's, he's off the hook. I mean, he can, he can do it all.
0: I'm not, uh, I'm not a very big world traveler person. I have no desire to leave this country, although the way the country is being run right now, I'm, I'm getting close to leaving. But from a traveling standpoint, from a touristy standpoint, I have no desire to leave. But I will say this. I'm also not aware that French people are that huge. Like when yeah, Yao Ming came in the league, everyone's like, "Holy hell, a 7-1 Chinese guy. That's incredible." Right. A yeah. 7-5 Frenchman. That's like the largest french fry ever. That's huge.
1: I I have a feeling that he has definitely had his share of french fries. You know, poutine and uh <laughs> other I
0: thought you were going to say something else other
1: completely french dishes. <laughs> maybe maybe some duck à uh, l'orange or oh, I have a uh, question
0: what is? I can't even say that without thinking of something else. What is poutine?
1: Poutine is French fries <laughs> is. and cheese curds oh. and gravy and oh. other forms of that meat. Awful! I've had I've had bacon poutine, and um, it's made with that duck. Sounds... You can you can make oh. it with a whole bunch of stuff. Make make sure that you have a day. Because after you eat poutine,
0: yeah, you're gonna go you poo. may
1: want to take a nap.
0: <laughs> you No, no. You missed the perfect joke. They call it poutine for this reason and this reason alone. You're going <laughs> to poo so much, you're going to be in the teens when you're done. You're going to at least have a 13 <laughs> or 14. Poutine sounds terrible. I also thought you were going to say something else. Do you know what I was going to say? I told Marcus before the episode, my whole goal is two things today. One, make him <laughs> We can check that off the list. That's right. The other one is to not fall asleep because I tired. think
1: we could check. I think we could check that one off the list. You know, you uh-huh. didn't
0: ask me how I was doing, and I was I was hoping you'd how? set me up for a joke.
1: How but, are you, my friend? Well, I'm it's tired. A long time.
0: I'm exhausted. And I was I'm It's
1: Nice up. to meet you. Tired.
0: I, I'll get into why I'm tired, but I'm okay. so tired today. And I have to ask you this question. All right. Have you ever taken a poutine so big that afterwards you're exhausted? <laughs> have you had... <laughs> oh My God, there's a smoker's cough again <clears throat> yes I have <laughs> dude I'm, I'm exhausted I, I, I finished one off today at work both my legs fell asleep I ran out of <laughs> toilet paper so I had to scramble <laughs> but I'm exhausted and it's one of those where I feel as tired right now doing this recording as I do after one of those big visits that's how tired I am today. So hopefully I can stay awake for for the rest of the episode. If not, uh, we'll have uh, Marcus break some news. But yeah, here's the news. Marcus is now on Instagram. Now, I found this out because I was scrolling for something. I was trying to bookmark a couple of exercises. I want to try to get myself in better golf shape. And then I stumbled on uh, Mila Kunis' Instagram page. Now, everyone knows my infatuation with Mila Kunis. And... On the contrary, my true hatred of Ashton Kutcher. But I got to be honest, man. Mila Kunis's Instagram page is just breathtaking. Like, I, I'm i sitting here scrolling. I mean, coming at you, coming at you. Holy hell. I, it's unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> it is. And it, the thing that broke my heart, other than the fact that she's married to Ashton Kutcher, is I thought it was a verified account of Mila's. And it's not. It's a fan account. And that's BS. I thought uh, this was an actual, like, I was going to be able to follow the Mila Kunis legal. Not so
1: fast, my friend. Correct. But that
0: sucks, man. It, it's a fan account. It says, This is a fan account. I'm not Mila. Mila Kunis has no social network. So, you know. I find
1: that very hard to believe.
0: I find that really sad. Had, that breaks Trimped. my heart, man. I've had a lot of heartbreak in my life. That one really cuts deep. Um, I've already been blocked by Sam Ponder. If you guys don't know the story, it was, it was quick. It was, I was just pointing out facts. I was just pointing out the fact that if Christian Ponder, former quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, and I put quarterback in quotes, and I also use that term loosely, I made that point that if he wasn't probably as good looking as he is, as rich as he is, and it, I would say at the time, good at throwing a football in the pocket, Sam Ponder would not have the last name of Ponder. And I right. mentioned it at least three or four times and I added her and she blocked me, which, you know, it's fair. But she also maybe she can't accept the truth. And I got to be honest, ever since I pointed out the last one, the fourth time and when she blocked me, I don't remember Christian Ponder ever being in the league since. <laughs> so maybe it's good that Mila doesn't have any social media presence because I do respect Mila. I think Mila's good. And Ashton Kutcher is funny. He's got a couple of good movies, but I hate his guts i hope he craps himself in public at least once a week and she gets so just embarrassed by it she's like i gotta look for someone else and then that's when i said
1: there you have it
0: what what prompted you to get on the old gram i, I don't think you're a big <clears throat> picture taker like i am
1: um what prompted me to get on instagram
0: was mila kunis's fake account
1: no okay. um it was actually an opportunity to do some promotion, which I will look into with a, um, a thing called <laughs> a thing called kale what? that, uh, that the Sam food? introduced me to it's, it's spelled like the food, oh. but you, you promote products, some of which are food. Oh, and then you create videos. And I did a voiceover, a little voiceover for one of her videos, and so I'm looking more into it, and um, it looks it looks kind of promising to earn a couple extra bucks here and there.
0: I want to be a voiceover guy for vegetables. I want to be kale's official spokesperson and get money for Ohio State, like kale, the official shitty vegetable of Ohio State athletics.
2: There you go. Uh,
0: but, uh, welcome to the gram. Uh, I saw that you followed Great, me. Thanks. I followed you back, and then I was also disappointed not only that Mila's account was fake, but you haven't posted anything yet. Not so yet. Post something. I will. Let's let's crack open some beers. I do have to say this. I was a little premature in my loyalty to Miller Light. Bud Light and I were broken up. They're they're dead to me. Miller Light is now trying to break my heart as well.
1: I didn't ever think of you as a Miller Light guy.
0: I um, wasn't, and for two weeks I was, and then boom, it was it was quicker than the last relationship I had, which time, was ten days.
1: For a long time, when uh we were in college and whatnot, you were a Bud Light guy. I was. And, and then you moved on to the Silver Bullets. Correct. Um, probably in large part because of Ohio State, right? A hundred percent. That's what their defense is known as, right? Or
0: Well, it used to be. Now they suck. Now their, they're yeah. Now it's like taking a bullet to the head. <laughs> they're bad. <laughs> they're really bad. Yeah, Jim Knowles. Yeah, my God. So here, here's the thing. Bud Light, yeah. we're broken up. Miller Lite and I lasted, like I said, shorter than the last girlfriend I had. It's an uh-huh. embarrassing story. Miller <laughs> Lite's dead to me. And I also lost the koozie at my brother's bachelor party. Oh. Uh, I would like to follow up on something. I went to look for the lady that sounded hot on our conversations over the phone. Couldn't find her. Yes. But oh. I did stumble on and found someone that was way out of my league. Uh, uh and uh, she also refused to text me back. So we're batting a thousand in this regard. But uh, she was uh, Mila-like, actually, now that I think about it. So, yes, I'm off Miller Lite. They can go screw themselves. Before long, by, by the end of the year, I'm not going to have any beer left to drink. Everyone's going to go crazy. I'm going to have to start drinking. Uh, is it odul's? Is that the non-alcoholic beer?
1: That is non-alcoholic, yes.
0: Yeah, before long, I'm going to be on that. But right now, I, I'm going to stick with the numero uno, and I'm going to go and stay with the Coors Light. So I've got it in my bruisey right. here, and I'm going to crack this to uh, to to long friendships and true friendships to Sir Marcus Walsh uh-huh. and the Silver Bullets. What are you drinking?
1: I, I actually prematurely cracked open a Sam Adams Cold Snap, <laughs> but I will crack open the Sam Adams Boston Lager that I happen to have God, cool as system. well.
0: So are you double fisting now? No, no, no. You should. No. I tell you what, man. I, I don't that know why do I much. I should have never tried to replace Bud Light with something else. I should have just been happy with where I was, content with who brought me here, and that was Coors Light. Yeah. That first sip, man, was like making up with, with
1: the, Go with the one that brings you.
0: Uh, But we do have to do some happy blank days today. We talked a little bit about Grapevine. We talked a little bit about DoorDash and my worry about them. But Friday, May the 19th, is National Pizza Party Day. That's a big day for me. And I think I'm going to Grapevine.
1: You love your pizza. There you go.
0: I I have to. I think what I need to do is I need to go to Grapevine, celebrate National Pizza Party Day, and I'm just going to get dunked on Coors Lights. There you go. I think I'm going to do that. So I'm going to celebrate Friday, National Pizza Party Day with grapevine and a Coors. You can mark that on your calendars. If anyone wants to join me, you're welcome to. And if guys come, bring a single friend of yours on the uh, female persuasion. i will be happy to meet them. Second go. one today, right. Friday, technically, is and this is weird to me because there's there's conflicting ways to transport yourself on this Friday. One is National Bike to Work Day. Now, the only thing I think about when I see National Bike to Work Day is Steve Carell in 40-Year-Old Virgin. That's all Absolutely. I think about. Now, because of me thinking that, I just think I'm going to get hit by a truck or I'm going to drive through and ramp through a truck filled with Viagra. So I'm not going to bike to work day. I will participate in the pizza party, not biking to work.
1: How, how about get your... uh? get the front part of your body wax <laughs> this
2: is not a good look for me
0: no i'm not doing that either that's that's awful i'm also listen to this <laughs> this is weird this is a weird one they, they make some weird holidays another one though and this is why i find it weird it seems like a lot of schools are either already done or damn close to being done right but may the 19th is also walk safely to school day
1: it should it should be titled uh Happy National Crossing Guard Day, because remember when we were young and we had to cross the street after like getting off the bus or whatever, the crossing guards that worked with the schools would come out and make sure that we got across the street safely with their you, stop signs and everything. You had cross I at least you, at my school we did.
0: If you got off the bus, why aren't they just dropping you off at the school? Were your buses or your drivers on strike?
1: I think actually, I I, I misspoke. It was leaving the school to get to the parking lot. If you if you were going to get dropped, yeah, not with the bus.
0: I was going to say your bus driver dropped
1: off. If you were, (laughs) yeah, if you were dropped off by your parents and had to cross.
0: Yeah, can you just? I could just see a bus driver's had a rough morning. He's like these damn kids because I'm going to drop them off three blocks away and just hope. (laughs) But apparently, May the nineteenth is walk safely to school day. I think. I'm pretty sure I can say with some confidence, I don't want to sound conceited. I'm pretty sure you listen to each of the episodes and I've listened to the last couple of yours. And I heard you tell the story about you and your walking class at Ashland. Oh, can God. I tell the same story, but with my own variation of at least how I have heard it over the years to the, to the listeners here on the old BNC. You
1: go right ahead.
0: I remember I, I when you told the story, I remember the day that you fell. I remember yes. the sidewalk was janky, which it's fine. Anyway, yeah. it could happen. Janky, that's a good word. Of course it is. <laughs> didn't you not get credit for that day's like work because you went back to your dorm, as you described? And I think is what it, what you described. It was when you left the class to go walk, you then had to return to class to get like your participation. And if you didn't come back, they counted you like absent or you failed because people could have gone back to their dorms. And got a nap.
1: No, what, what I, what I said was <clears throat> because I got injured, mm-hmm. I had to go back to the classroom and fill out and verify and fill out some paperwork <laughs> for, you know, like liability's sake.
0: Yeah. And, God and forbid had, Ashland pays for anything.
1: I had to call my mom, you know, it thought it was the right thing Did to you do really? like Well, yeah. <laughs> Mom, I, I, called her and I, said, I just got I said, hurt at college.
0: What happened? I said Did you get in a I, bar fight? No, I fell on the sidewalk walking to Samaritan. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, basically, that's basically what happened, or theoretically, as my dad said. My dad hates the word basically. Theoretically, that's what happened. I said, Mom, I'm okay, but I got hurt and I thought I should let you know because I'm filling out this college. stuff and I was screaming out of sheer embarrassment several <laughs> choice words, which I will not utter out of my mouth. Uh, at Do
0: any of them rhyme time. with duck or hit?
1: Um. Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. Now, if I'm wrong, I apologize in advance, but I thought <laughs> I thought I remembered the detail correctly. Didn't you get a B in that class?
1: I may have gotten an A.
0: I just thought you got a B, and I was kind of hoping you'd say you did, because then I would like to ask how. I <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn you got to be. And I thought it's because you left, you didn't report back to class because you got injured, rightfully so. And I no, thought they that, didn't give you the credit for
1: that, it. That that is that is totally not true. Okay. Um Is
0: it like the time or, you got hit by the Chevy?
1: Or is <laughs> that isn't true either? As as Chandler, as Chandler Bing once said, that is so not true. <laughs> I reported back to class. I I did it with Dr. It was Dr. Beth Patton, who was the professor. She and Drew were looking over me and making sure that I was okay, and I actually walked back to class with her.
0: You know how everyone always says, like, hey, what's your dream job? First of all, I hate that question. You know what my dream job would be? Take a guess.
1: Sit on your butt, eat grapevine pizza, and drink Coors Light? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those are the details and the bullet points and watch- under...
1: And watch either basketball, Golden State Warrior basketball, golf, or uh, Ohio State football.
0: Pretty much, yeah. All of those would be bullet points under the headline of retirement. That would be my dream job.
1: I was gu- I was going to say more of a bum. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, funny. a bum
0: that loves sports. <laughs> yeah, that's Pizza good. And beer. But now here is the thing. What you just described, I, I have a question, and then I have a realization. I want to know how you become a professor at a credible institute of higher okay. learning, and you teach walking. How in the excuse me? How in the hell do you get picked for that job? That's my question, and then well, here's my realization. Click, like Charlie Charlie Sheen in that two and a half minute episode. I want to be a college professor of walking. That's my dream job. I've already, honestly, I've already done my dream. Play by play football yes, and basketball. You I, I've you done did a that. great job. And yes. now, at this point, I have nothing else really to shoot for. So, I want to become a professor of walking. There's no papers to grade. All right, kids, stand up, move your feet forward, <laughs> turn around, sit down. A. Have a good weekend. I mean, I swear to God, that's the easiest job in the world. Uh, what's this professor's name? Professor I, I believe was, What's What's their name?
1: Not that. I <laughs> believe it was Professor Beth Patton.
0: Beth Patton. Is she, uh, is she still teaching?
1: I have no idea.
0: She's still alive?
1: I would assume yes.
0: I'm going to look her up. Dear Professor Patton, I would like to emulate you you are my role model. I look up to you. How, do How I did I become? You get a... your job. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to become a professor of walking. Holy hell, that would be amazing. And, and
1: not and not just any kind of walking, mind you.
0: What is fitness
1: it? walking?
0: <laughs> fitness walk. <laughs> what what's the difference in walking and fitness walking? You have to walk faster in fitness walking. Is that like an advanced course?
1: Occ- occasionally, we went to uh, we would go to the rec. And we would walk <laughs> and walk like on the treadmill.
0: Wait, all you did was just walk in the track. I thought you had to walk outside.
1: We did that. That was the first day. But there were other days where it was like oh. cold or whatever. And we no, I think that's recognize. when you got to earn
0: your points. I think regardless of temperature, you had to walk to class anyway. I say you go outside and you trudge the snow for a half hour. That's called fitness walk. That's called don't I fall on your
1: ass. I didn't make the curriculum. I just. Well, you know what? what?
0: When Professor Grubaker gets in there, guess what? Your asses are walking outside. Listen to this. Since we already talked about how making uh, how tired pooping makes me, uh, Friday, May the nineteenth is also World IBD Day. You know what that stands for? Irritable, Irritable bowel, bowel disease. Yeah, that's yes. a rough one. So, yeah, uh, if anyone is struggling with that, my prayers to you, and I will drop a heavy one today in your honor. Uh, and last but not least, and this leads me into a story, it's World Family Doctor Day. So props to all the doctors. I had a physical earlier this week on Tuesday. Uh, all would well. to go? Oh, I'm fine. I'm as healthy as a horse.
1: Are are you, are you going to? I was going to say, are you going to say the no whole line? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Scott. You're as healthy uh, as a horse.
0: Yeah. The only the only reason I went for a physical is because I was told that if I don't go to the doctor in the next year, I'm removed as a patient, and I have to like reapply. What a crock wow. of shit that is. So I went there. like, I don't go to the dentist anymore because I don't get benefits. I don't. All I go there for is for them to brush my teeth. They go there like, I don't really know why you come here. Do
1: you floss yet?
0: No, I don't floss. The only reason I don't floss is because I don't need to taste my blood for the next 15 minutes. And I, I just <laughs> let them do it. But I got a text from the dentist like, hey, you're overdue for a checkup. It's been six months. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I I have Crest." but I did have to go to the doctor this week because if I don't go with the next like 10 months, I basically get booted and you know, what's going to happen. If I didn't go this week, something would have happened and I would have needed the damn doctor and I would have had to wait a year. So I went there and physical fine. They touch your ear and, you know, grab your neck and, you know, make sure everything is still in place. So that went well, but I have an embarrassing story and a time where I didn't go to a family doctor and it kind of bit me in the ass. Have you ever blown out your back?
1: I have not. I hope you never. I've, I've had back pain, but well, yeah. not everybody has that. back
0: pain. But you've never thrown sure. out your back where you can't move, right?
1: No, no, okay.
0: no. Well, let's hope that never happens because I've done it before. And this is how I did it. I was in my bed. And it was nothing, nothing kinky. I was just in my bed. I was <sighs> typing. I swear to God, this I'm not making this up. I was in my bed. I was typing up my family Christmas letter and I sneezed. That's how I blew up my back. What the hell is wrong with me? So I just moved back here from Cleveland. So this was 2016 and I didn't have a doctor here at the time because I was still registered up at the Cleveland clinic. So my mom suggested just to go to the urgent care in Pickerington, which is fine, Uh. but I think they're like the second string doctors. They're like the Jordan pools of doctors. So I go to this urgent care. Have you ever seen the Seinfeld episode with the lady with the man hands? You ever see that episode?
1: Yes, I have.
0: It's one of two episodes I've ever seen. And I'll never forget this episode because of what happened to me. I don't know if she was a doctor. I don't know if she was a nurse. But if she was a nurse, I was expecting her to be a little bit more gentle and kind with my body parts. So I go here. And at the urgent care, they have to check everything, apparently. I went yeah. in there. I said, hey, I threw out my back. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. Come into this little stall and we'll we'll take care of you. Well, they roughed my shit up. They were checking everything but my back. And, mm. and Mrs. Manhans, I swear to God, it looked like Shaq, man. She had huge hands. She never once checked my back. Never oh. once. She didn't do a oh. damn thing for my back. But this is what she did make me do. I had to take my pants off and my underwear. Yeah. And he did one of those, uh, as I like to call them, balls crunching tests. <laughs> Was that be a
1: hernia test? Yes. Turn your head and cough.
0: I call them balls crunching tests because okay. she grabbed those things. Like I did something to her in a previous life and she <laughs> pulled him to the left. And then she, I, I'm not making this up. And then she pulls him back to the right. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what in the hell does this have to do with my back? Now, I will say this. I left there with no back pain, but I could not feel my nuggets for like three days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, I came here to get my back checked. What happened was I left there and I got to be honest, I felt a little violated. So... I think what I'm going to do next time, first of all, I also have not written a Christmas letter since then. I'm a little scared. But I think if that happens again, I'm just going to ride out the pain. I'm not going to go to the urgent care, and I'm definitely not not taking my pants off. If you need to check me out for back pain, check out my back. I'm not taking my pants off and, you know, letting claudia where the hell her name was just have a fun time with Bruce fun parts that was not that was not helpful for me and this is why i don't go to the doctor so i know it is world family doctor day but this is this is i guess my advice if you have an ailment or if you have some type of an issue don't go to urgent care it's not that urgent Now, we also did talk about Ashland a little bit, so I have to bring this up. Now, I've always I've actually in a weird way, I've given Marcus a hard time about this, but I've also admired him for this at the same time when he took his victory lap at Ashland. And if no one knows what that means, that is when he chose very smartly, I might add, to take the fifth year and enjoy it and delay the inevitable of the world of work as long as possible.
1: I really had no choice in the matter if I'm being completely. That's fine.
0: You're a freaking genius.
1: I, I relished that, that fifth year. It was Listen a great year.
0: I told you before the recording that I am bilingual. I, I speak English and I can read lips. But other than that, I am not a uh, very uh, strong language speaker outside of English. And to prove my point, I was a couple of percentage points away from failing on a pass-fail option. Spanish 2 second semester.
1: With it, it was professor- damn close. Professor Cummins, right?
0: Yes. And I'll never forget that guy. He's probably still wearing his Argyle sweaters to this day. Every time. First of all, in that (laughs) class, you could not speak English. But I'm sitting there with Danny Mackin, and I had questions. And I just remember if you wanted to speak English or you wanted to learn how to say something, you had to raise your hand and you had to say, Como se dice? And then whatever it is in English. So, como se dice, if you're wondering, is how do you say light bulb or whatever it is? But the other thing that I remember from that class, it was torturous still to this day, is we always had to get in groups of two, always groups of two. And I always got with Danny Mackin because he was very smart and he he was able to speak it better. And I was able to write it and maybe interpret it in a book better. So we were a good team. Uh, Danny Mackin's my guy.
1: Danny Mackin, great guy. Great guy, no doubt.
0: Professor Cummins or Professor Cummins, he would always walk around the room and he would try to pair up everybody to his own liking. So he'd walk around the room. He goes, dos, 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 y dos. And he would point at us, like telling us, hey, you're with, I don't know, Samantha. I'm like, I don't want to be with Senorita Samantha. I want to be with my guy, Danny. I, I know I can speak English to Danny in a whisper and he won't try to punch me. But I'll never forget that class because I probably could have taken the victory lap myself if I didn't get like a 65 on my final. I needed like a 63 to get the passing grade. Oh, man, I don't know how you say sweating your ass off in Spanish, but that's what I was doing. And I could have taken the victory lap with you.
1: So you had the complete antithesis for those of you that don't know what the word antithesis is.
0: Yeah, we it's have a a, we have a lot for, of dumb audience members on Bruin Company. <laughs> it's a
1: it's a fancy word for opposite. So you had the antithesis experience. <laughs> say that five times fast. Than me, you had when a bad I, Spanish
0: one, right? Well, oh, it, diff, I just remembered my Spanish one, Senorita Rathbun, muy Yes, hot. and I
1: and I and I had her <laughs> for one and two. I was in oh, I was God. in class, I believe, with Claire and Holly Subtle.
0: But, Las um, chicas muy buenas. CC si, si, Senor, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't pay attention, especially in Dr. <laughs> Rathbun's class, because she was a looker. Either way, go ahead.
1: <laughs> so you had the antithesis experience, Ooh. the complete opposite experience in a different class than I did. Really you so were waiting on pins and needles to find out what your grade was, and you were hoping... For an alternate grade, so you could take your uh, victory lap, or you just barely. No, got I through, was hoping
0: I to guess. pass,
1: but right. if I didn't
0: pass, I'd still be there trying to get my degree. Okay. Thir- uh, 12 years be... later, I'd still be trying to. It'd be, how do you say, how is it? How do you say hard in Spanish?
1: Mall. Th- yes, mall is difficult.
0: I'm going to look it up. I don't, really?
1: I believe so. It would be easier for me to explain what happened to me, and I'm pretty sure you know. But I was waiting on pins and needles two days before graduation to get my final grade, which was in a class It's difficile. Difficult is difficile. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, What is (laughs) mall? Mall, I think, is bad. I'm sorry. Uh, So I was waiting on pins and needles to get a grade, from the final class that I took, which was creationism versus evolutionism. Oh, it was a science yeah. class. And oh,
2: sounds I awful. ended
1: up, I ended up passing with a D plus. And, <laughs> and so I was just like, man, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to graduate. I think I'm going to graduate. I think I'm going to graduate. And I was joking about it at my graduation party saying, well, at least, I didn't pass by much, but I passed. Oh. I'm here. You
0: All know, right. I'm going to do this. Here we go. I'm just going to do it because I have to ask. Have you ever I... seen the movie Tommy Boy?
1: <laughs> I will. I will definitely go back to one of the earlier episodes that I was on with you. And this was the title. Yes, I have seen bits <laughs> and pieces.
0: <laughs> I swear to God,
1: I have not seen the whole movie. And I, you say all the time that you've seen so many movies, bits and pieces of movies that can make one complete
0: new yes, movie. You you have no, not seen, seen a whole I've movie seen, ever.
1: I've seen full movies before. Trust me.
0: What Which kind? Dirty movies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Comedies. A League of Their Own. Rookie oh, of I the Year.
0: Movie. Rookie of the Year. A good. League
1: of Their Own. It's a great movie. movie. You've you never it? seen the whole It's a yeah, great it's,
0: movie. Yeah, this movie sucks. It's a Um, great
1: movie. Are you kidding me? It's a a bad movie. I'm quoting like every other line with Sam. She thinks it's hilarious.
0: No, it's Um, a bad movie. Rosie O'Donnell on third base. That's ridiculous. Now, serious question.
1: There's no crying in baseball.
0: You've never seen all of Tommy Boy? I have not, no. Have you seen the part at the very beginning when he too passed with a D plus? Do you know the line I'm about to throw out?
1: I think, but you're going to have to refresh my memory.
0: I am going to have to. Yeah, he goes up. And well, first of all, like the opening scene is he's late to the exam and it's a history Uh class. And it's like a fill in the blank. And it's like our founding fathers were blank, blank, blank in this. And he fills out in the last one. It's blank Hancock. And he looks to his left and he looks to his right. And he has this smirk on his face like, oh, I got this. And he writes down Herbie. He then, after the grades have been posted on the window, goes yeah. up to the window and finds his name and he goes D plus I passed. And then he finds this little that's short I, Asian yeah. kid and he hugs him. He goes, I wish we'd known each other better. This is a little awkward. That sounded like you on that evolutionism and whatever the hell else that dude, you got to take
1: creationism, yeah. D, D plus I passed. Yes,
0: dude, that's an incredible D plus. You know what? You know what that I would have gotten in that class? drop probably slip. an a no hell no i would have gotten a drop slip because
1: you got an a in just about every class that you took
0: no i didn't because the ones that i just... knew i was about to get buried in i got a drop slip and that's why i had so many free thursdays my junior year of college <laughs> 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 yeah to be frank with it you i a would great have never asked it was just challenging no. how can you say it's great when you got a d plus it was great <laughs> what did you learn in that class and it's
1: not just about creationism, it's not just about evolution, but you put them together and that's how the world works.
0: So you learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a two learned, against one here.
1: I, I I thought it was I thought it was very insightful.
0: Okay. How insightful was it? What did you learn in creationism and evolution and whatever else it's called? What, what tell I me one said. thing you learned. What is the one thing that stuck out to you that was so insightful? The, Not a damn thing, right?
1: <laughs> well, I, I I learned a different perspective of what I learned a long time ago.
0: Okay, and what is that perspective? I think you're just trying to dig yourself out of a very deep hole right now.
1: <laughs> it's it's how I explained it to Sam. Yeah. I I'm one that was on the side of creationism. I I happen to be a very religious man. Creationism is, you know, creation. It's oh. it's the belief. The, the belief in God, the right. Bible. Okay, that's
0: what the side I'm on.
1: Evolution.
0: Oh, is I know what Neanderthal, is. It's, it's when it goes from
1: like mammoth, the monkey up to the. Tim like, the tool man, yeah. Taylor, Primitive yeah. man, I grog, dink, dink, dink. <laughs> take grog, Jr., dink, dink, dink. You yes. studied
0: that? Why in the hell would you choose to take that?
1: Because I was in my last year of college and I needed another science requirement?
0: Oh, man, there's got to be something else there. Study the the lineage Discovery of, dirt. of the
1: ice age. I wasn't about no. to take that class after
2: your stories.
0: No, I will say this. If I'm, if I'm having to choose here and if I make the wrong decision, Mrs. Manhans comes and roughs me up again. I'm taking discovering the ice age for a second round. That class that you just described why, sounds awful it. because here's the thing. Discovering was the cool. Ice Age. I, I, I got really... a B plus. I wasn't there half the time, but I got, a why B+? am I not
2: surprised
0: <laughs> either way? I, I think we got a <laughs> yes. little off topic. All right. Um, what was the topic? <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, this is somewhat serious. Uh, my therapist was surprised a couple of weeks ago that I've never been diagnosed with ADHD. I think this is again supporting her her thesis. What the hell was our topic? Um, <laughs> creationism. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. It was it was Spanish. I, I got a yeah. little off topic when I started thinking about Senorita Rathbun. Uh Last thing here, like I said, I really, I told Marcus, I don't really want to talk a whole lot of sports this episode. The Warriors have made me very upset. I'm very embarrassed with myself. Their that reign I, of
1: terror is over. Yeah, they they suck. Dynasty is kaput.
0: Yeah, what I, what I feel really embarrassed about is, I think probably around this time last year, I'm like, man, I love John Morant. I couldn't Ugh. have been more wrong. Thank God I don't have a Morant jersey. Oh. You know what? I just figured this out. John ja Morant, yeah. he puts the moron in Morant. He's an idiot. Don't. This is what you do. I know you haven't posted yet on Instagram. This yeah. is what you should not do. You should not follow, now that you have a girlfriend, you should not follow Mila Kunis's fan accounts. That would be disrespectful. Won't and you do. should also not go on Instagram Live with a handgun multiple times. Don't do either That's one. That's a
2: good them.
1: idea.
0: But either way, I do have to tell you a funny story about what I heard. And I'm very perplexed by this. We were talking college. We were talking graduation. And we were talking just classes that we've taken. I heard a story earlier this week about a 72-year-old man in Georgia graduated college with his degree. I started thinking, first of all, I think that is a huge waste of money. Because at 72 years old, I'm assuming somehow some way you have found out and that you I think you're very smart to navigate life yeah without a degree right unless it's just some type of like ego stroking decision or some would say maybe he's trying to set an example for his his family which I'm I'm assuming at this point his family has already grown up and already passed the chance to go for a degree yeah I think it's a huge waste of money. Because I'm sitting there thinking at 72 years old, remember what, how you kind of like joshed at me, like, hey, what's your dream job? Like a bum. And I said, retirement. At 72 years old, what are you going to do with your degree once you get that? <laughs> Here's the thing. I have my degree. Guess what I'm doing with it? Nothing. Guess right. where it is? At my parents' house. But I'm thinking no, for a 72-year-old man, or woman. Both both can be equally stupid. I don't understand <laughs> why I don't understand why you would need the degree. What are you gonna do with it? Like I can just I can picture graduation day. The guy's name is right. Horace Shoemaker. That's not his real name, that's the name I'm giving. Okay. I can just see him walking across the stage and he shakes the presidente's hand. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Mm. Horace, uh, what are you gonna do now that you've got your degree? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go home. To sit in my recliner, and I now feel more qualified to guess the final rounds of the Price Is Right, Wheel of Fortune, and Jeopardy. What is he going to do with this degree, Horace Shoemaker, Magna Cum Laude? Horace, what are you going to do with your degree? I'm going to go home and make bagel bites. That's what I'm going to do.
1: He might not do anything with his degree, and especially at 72, I,
2: I would understand. Wouldn't
1: you're you're going to think this is a crock of absolute garbage? <laughs> And yes, I think it's because of the fact that I'm still doing something that I love, being that I'm I'm working in TV and and doing a bunch of other things in terms of talking and flapping my jaws, because I love to do that, of course. Yes. But there's something to be said about finding your purpose in life and striving to be the best you can be. That's That's the one side of it that I can see from this man. Who is seventy two years old? He wanted to finish his degree or get his degree. He's done it. I'm happy for him. Of course, congratulations, sir. Yeah, what will he do? Hell. What will he do with it at seventy two? I don't know.
0: I, I don't see the point.
1: That's 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 my argument. Is the no, you make a good point. Finding that purpose and that purpose,
0: I would say, feeling a sense of pride and accomplishment is more of your point than sure.
1: Purpose. I, I view them certainly hand in hand. So when I say purpose, I do mean pride and accomplishment going give through this. with
0: that. Let's say in his retirement, he was yes. bored and he had nothing else to do. And then he's like, you know what? What the hell? I'll go get a degree. If that's the reason, good for you, dude.
2: Absolutely. I, I still think
0: that. it's a complete waste of money. But if that's the reason, props to the gentleman, props to Horace. I don't get that, man. If you're 72 years old, you've already done it. You, you've navigated life without it. And I think that's extremely commendable because uh, everyone, there's a lot of great people in the world that don't have degrees and they're very successful. You do not need a right. degree to be successful. So
1: that's that's exactly right.
0: That's a, If anyone thinks that you have to go to college and you have to get a degree just to be successful, you're wrong. You do not need a degree to be successful in life. I completely agree. I'm the perfect example. of That I have one. I'm making shit for cash. Uh, did you ever take uh, fundamentals, uh, market fundamentals?
1: I did not take it with Nadler.
0: That's a great class. I by the
1: way, I'll tell you what. I, oh,
0: this is this is what it taught me. It was
1: it was not not my favorite class. Did by you got a D
0: plus one. in that. What'd you get in that class?
1: Uh, maybe just a D. <laughs> okay.
0: Do you remember the term uh, opportunity cost? What that means? Yeah. By the look on your face it's it, a big no.
1: Probably not. Yeah. Okay.
0: So opportunity cost for to sum it up is basically if I spent $10,000 on this, whatever this is, the opportunity cost is what you could have done elsewhere with that 10 grand. If you got an inheritance of let's say 10 grand and you go out and blow it on lotto scratchers. Fine. Right. I think that's moronic, but that's what you chose to do with it. Opportunity right. cost is saying yes you spent 10,000 here. What else could you have done with that? So I remember in my market fundamentals class, Professor Nadler was, he was tough and I respected the hell out of the guy, but in this class, he taught me a ton. He taught me how to think. He taught me how to really think beyond just what you would maybe expect to think. He told us in the very first class, he goes, hello, everybody. This is market fundamentals. My name is professor Nadler. All of you guys are idiots. And I'm, I always sat in the first row.
1: Did he actually say
0: that? 100%. He goes, and all of you guys are idiots. And I'm a sophomore. So I was like. I don't
1: think I would have appreciated that. No. no. Listen,
0: and and you'll appreciate it afterwards. I was in the first row. I'm like, what in the hell? I was like, I'm going to have to get another drop slip.
2: But I sat (laughs) there.
0: that's my time. And no one said anything. And he goes, no one's going to ask me why you were idiots. So some guy at the back, I think he transferred out after this semester. But he's like. Professor Nadler, why are we idiots? And he goes, you guys are idiots because you have spent about thirty dollars to $40,000 every year. And let's say you guys graduate. He goes, you guys are spending $150,000 of either yours or your parents' money to come to this university to get an education to then go hopefully get a job that pays between thirty-five dollars and $45,000 a year when your friends that weren't, in quotes, college material are out there working and making money, they're already at least $150,000 ahead of you. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'm an idiot. I, it was amazing. He goes, and your first lesson is that's opportunity cost. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you have my attention. But this guy, uh, Horace Shoemaker, is who I'm calling him, like, are you really at 72 years old now going to go and try to find a job with that degree? You might have to now because you spent the money to get the damn thing. So mm-hmm. I would applaud him for the accomplishment. But he now is the epitome of the term graduating senior. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, maybe hey, man, we I'll give look. Horace a little bit more credit here. Maybe he's a single grandfather. and Could Maybe be. he's a little dirty grandpaish. And maybe he's going back to college for the parties. <laughs> if that's the case, then I fully support Horace Shoemaker and his degree. I don't care what it's in. Props oh, to Horace.
1: You had to, to bring Horace. up the dirty grandpa, didn't you?
0: One of my favorite all-time movies. If, if yeah. Horace has got a little bit of an interesting side, did I give him, I give him all the props uh, in the world? Oh, my goodness think about it like can you imagine let's say i first of all never went to house party in the four years i went to Ashland. honest to god's yeah. truth but if if i did and horace is attending i don't know why his <laughs> name is horace i don't know where i came up with that I, he just I seems think like a 101
2: horace.
1: i think of the 101 dalmatians animated movie with horace oh. and jasper The two burglars.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Horace
0: Horace and Jasper. Jasper. When I think of Horace, it's not to be confused with Horace Grant.
1: Okay, there you go. By the way,
0: name Horace's twin brother who also played in the NBA. You got three seconds. Harvey. Harvey Grant is what we're looking (laughs) for. I swear to God, that's his name.
2: I would not have gotten that.
0: You didn't know that? He played for the Washington Bullets. Let's imagine you and I... And some of the other comm majors, we go to a house party and Horace is up there like getting jiggy with it. He's over there. No, just, no, 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 no. Can you imagine that? Horace is over there. It's like, dude, yeah. get a beer. Shut up, Horace. I just got here. If Horace went to college and got a degree and his main motivation was just for the parties, props to H-Dog, man. But H-Dawg. yeah, it, it, we're, we're, we're somewhat tight. What do you think? Do you think he lived <laughs> in the dorms? This 72-year-old guy, he takes his teeth out at night. You're there, like, coming back. (laughs) (laughs) You come back from a night bender. You're like, oh, my God. And Horace is there snoring, watching Letterman, and his teeth are on the island. You ready for some trivia? I don't really want to talk sports. This this is what I'm gonna say. The Warriors, they have a championship DNA. DNA stands for did not attend the Western. Absolutely Semis. right. Uh give me uh, we got two minutes and 20 seconds. Give me your shortest, most succinct baseball update to the first 40-some games of the entire season. Don't do it with the Guardians, they suck.
1: Well, yeah, they're having a tough year uh to this point. I I really think at the moment it's gonna be the NL East, New York Mets, possibly the Braves more than, they, than
0: the Guardians do,
1: possibly the Braves as well. In the, the midst of things, you've got the Yankees that you have to watch out for, of course. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Rays look like the best team in baseball, at least in the American League right now. Um, Some
0: people think they're cheating.
1: At the moment, I would probably say Tampa, and probably the winner between Atlanta and New York. Jump My on. preseason. My preseason pick was Cleveland losing to New York as in the Mets and the fall classic. That ain't happening. We'll see how that we'll see how that shakes out. At the moment I'll say Tampa versus what the heck? I'll say Tampa versus Atlanta.
0: Good. And and the Braves win, right? Sure. Absolutely. Good. All right, we have uh, 63 seconds or in Spanish it's sesenta y tres. Uh, PGA Championship pick, I'm going Xander Schauffele to win his first major. What, what is your selection?
1: I was really happy with the fact that Jason Day came through uh, last week at the Wells Fargo in Charlotte, North Carolina, a.k.a. North Kakalaki. Um, I am going to go, though, this time around. It's a big tournament. It's a PGA I'm gonna go with Justin Thomas. I'm gonna go with JT. I think he finds a way to get it, get it done. And, I realize uh, he won last year. And go, go back to back. Okay, sure. Um, okay. I'll, I'll go, I'll go JT just on a whim.
0: Going into a little bullpen session here for my guy Brendan Jenkins, and because he is a baseball guy, because I like using analogies, we have a baseball themed, as we usually do with him. Trivia game here of Son of a Pitch. Marcus just asked before the recording if these were new trivia questions. I answered them because I thought it'd be funny to say that, yes, they were nude trivia questions. So all of these questions Uh. tonight are in the nude. So excuse me while I take off my shirt. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I do have a second beer. Now, remember the game and the stakes that we're playing for here, sir. If you win the game, I have to drink the majority of or all of the second beer. But Correct. if you lose on your wager because gambling is now legal in the state of Ohio, then you have to drink. But out of 10 questions, let's let's do seven. That's a nice, solid number. It's a touchdown at an extra point. I know it's a baseball. Sure. I'll,
1: so, I'll go for it.
0: But here's the thing. If you get seven or more, you win. So tie goes to the runner. And in this case, You're the runner. Actually, you're Correct. the walker because you took the class yep. in college. So it's we're going to go with seven or more Marcus wins and okay. six or less Brew wins. So the loser's got a drink.
1: I, I have a question before we start this.
0: <laughs> as as I've become accustomed to, yes, I was expecting the question. What is your question today, young lad?
1: Would you technically, I'm older than you? That's but, correct.. Um, my ball. question, though, is
0: yeah, what's your for question? E- Sorry.
1: For each question, would you like me to answer it in a different impression? Just go straight Tom Hamilton, straight me.
0: Oh, that I like the curveball that you look at the baseball puns I'm throwing out. Do you it's have 10 ball. different impressions?
1: Oh, I, I could come up with I bet different. you have a
0: whole library full of those damn things. I actually, yeah. oh man, see, uh, the, I have so many things I want to say right now. And I can't because the world is so soft. I do a great, imp- I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to deliver the punchline. I'm just going to, I'm going to deliver it up to the punchline. I'm going to tease you. I'm like, I'm going to be like a stripper. So uh, Larry, the cable guy, goes, You want to hear my impression of Elton John? And yeah. then that's the line I can't, I'll tell you afterwards. Um, All right. If, if anyone is curious to the end of the joke, look it up yourself and then you'll see why I can't say it in today's world. And we can blame okay. 2023 for why I can't do it. Um, right. But to your question, if you have 10 different impressions, and if you want to be one of them, then I'm all for it. I'm assuming one's going to be Dickie V and others, Tom Hamilton, and others Regis, but I don't know what the other six would be.
1: Uh, I Surprise could, me. I could Let's find, do that. I think i can find fun. nine. I, I can introduce it by saying that I'm going to be Such
0: and such. I have an idea. I have an idea to go off of yours. This is what we're going to do. Okay. I obviously know Dick Vitale and Regis and Tom Hamilton. Yeah. If in the other impressions that you do, let's say you get the question wrong, but if I then can't figure out who the impression is of, you get credit for getting the question right. How about that? Sure. So, like, it's kind of a back and forth. So, I also say we alter the number to eight. I was going to say right. nine just so I could say nine, but I'm not going to do it. Right. Let's do eight. Okay, sure. For all those people drinking with us here today, if you're confused, don't worry. So am I. I also have brought out a second beer. And this one, did you listen to last week's episode? Apparently I did not, not unfortunately. Yeah, no, It's a good one. Since you didn't get to listen to the episode, I'm bringing out my last Narragansett beer. And I think what you'll like about this is it says, hi, neighbor on the can like Wilson in Home Improvement. hill so, neighbor. Yeah, this, I'm going to crack this one. And this, this is my favorite son of a pitch game. And okay. just for the hell of it, to make it a little bit more intriguing, do your Regis, do your Dickie V, and do your Tom Hamilton in the first three, including yourself. So let, save the last four. six. Yes. Okay. So yourself, I think I can guess you. And then the other okay. three that everybody I w- knows. I would hope. You never know. I, this I beer hope. could really hit me hard. Here's to uh, Tom Hamilton, Narragansett, and Horace. Absolutely. I seriously want Horace on this podcast. And even if it's not the guy that graduated, I want to get a Horace on the podcast. And if it's Horace Grant.
1: I was going to say, maybe you'll get Horace Grant.
0: Question one, son of a pitch. All right. Who holds the franchise record for most career stolen bases? Is it Ray Chapman? not to be confused with Rex Chapman, Nap Lajewa, Kenny Lofton, or Omar Vizquel? I'm interested to see which impression you do first.
1: Well, I think based off my answer, <clears throat> I've got to go with, I, I was going to do it as me, but I think I have to go with Tom Hamilton first based off my answer. I agree with that. And I'm going to say that there was a guy that played in Cleveland back in the day, in the 90s, that Wore long sleeves just about every day. It could be 100 degrees out. And this guy was wearing long sleeves under his jersey. He wore the number seven. He led off for the Cleveland Indians and certainly had a wonderful career. One-of-a-kind center fielder. Number seven, leading off on your scorebook, it is Kenny Lofton.
0: I I, I love your Tom Hamilton. I I, I want to meet Tom Hamilton and let him know that I know someone that does him better than him. Can, can just for me, screw everybody else. Can you just say Kenny Lofton like Tom Hamilton one more time?
1: Kenny Lofton.
0: <laughs>
1: it's so good.
0: I swear to God, I hope you're right on this. Here we go. His I guess was did.
1: Kenny Lofton.
0: Oh shit! My my volume is muted. <laughs> user error (laughs) user dumbass error let me let me try (laughs) again. hold on let me let me just i'm such an idiot uh who would have thought i graduated college i'm over here making fun of (laughs) horrors all right here we go Uh, kenny lofton right kenny lofton hey you got it right he's one for one nice job tom
1: thank you very much
0: (laughs) all right (laughs) question two in son of a pitch which Cleveland go. pitcher was snowed out of a no hitter? Is it Paul Byrd? Not to be confused with Larry Bird. Is it Rafael Betancourt? Is it Fernando Cabrera or Cliff Lee? Wow! Oh. It's also um, why I say that baseball shouldn't start till May. This guy, if he listened to me, wouldn't have lost a no-hitter.
1: I I once had, I guess I can say Kind of a dream. I was I was struggling with uh, some stuff in the hospital, and I imagined that I was at Paul Bird's house. It was a mm. a blue house with white shutters. Um, but was it Paul Bird that had the no hitter once? Uh, snowed. Why the out? hell were you I dreaming know,
0: about Paul Bird's house? And why did it have white I shutters?
1: Was, I wasn't essentially dreaming. I was in the middle of a medical crisis, and I think I was oh. hallucinating. Oh, sure. um, I remember Paul Bird. By
0: the pitching... way, where's the impression? This one's me. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I got that one wrong. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, screw me. You get this right anyway. The one impression remember... I'm going to get wrong is Marcus Walsh himself.
1: Son of a bitch. I remember bitch. Paul Bird pitching for the <laughs> Cleveland Indians back in 2006 and seven around that era. Okay. And he was a starter, but I don't recall him being the ace of the team.
0: I also don't remember him being any good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I, I'm going to as as much as I want to say Paul Bird, okay. um, I, I'm I don't think I'm going to. May I hear the other answers again one more time, please?
0: <laughs> I wish Poza was here. That was a lot of talking for not even <laughs> committing to Paul Bird. Let me, let me just... I'm going to hit Paul Bird. I'm not going to hit him. He's not here with me. I'm going right. to hit the phone that says Paul Bird just to see if you're correct in guessing that it's not him. You should have stuck with your instincts, just like in 40-Year-Old Virgin. It uh, was Paul Bird. It was. But I... <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> I didn't get your impression <laughs> right, so you get credit for that answer. So you're two for you. two.
1: And the fact that my hey, impression for that question was me i cannot believe that you got that wrong
0: do you think that tom hamilton <laughs> does a better you than you
1: i would hope not <laughs> i would absolutely hope not
0: <laughs> well there's only one way to find out all right so yep. technically marcus is two I'll for two to, i'll have because to see him again just remember now you have to do other impressions <laughs> i have a feeling you're gonna get all these right all right here we go right. question three and son of a pitch Okay. What did Cleveland fans throw at Texas Rangers players during the infamous 10 cent beer night debacle in 1974? Here are your choices. Was it stadium seats, hot dogs, batteries, or all of these?
1: Sam says all of them. I'm not going to do that. Oh. There are several places in New York City of which I am from, and I'm speaking, of course, from the grave. There are several places Wait, in Regis New York City. Dead? Yes,
2: you didn't really? know that. Oh, Regis died a couple of years ago. Oh, where have oh. you been? Have you been living under a rock? Wow, Regis he, he, is dead. He's under a
0: rock. Oh, crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he makes a good point. Yeah, Regis, uh, he's seriously dead. That sucks. I, I like Regis. Regis either died. One. Yes, I'm, I'm yes, sorry to interrupt, did. Regis. Uh, uh, welcome back. That's,
1: that's all right. I'm uh, glad to be here. Um, <laughs> There are several places in New York City where sure there are stadium seats and sure you can get batteries anywhere, but there are several places in New York City where you can get hot dogs. I'm going to go with hot dog, and I'm going to of course make that my final answer: hot dog.
0: Now, what, did, what did Sam guess?
1: She said all of these. Okay, all of the above.
0: I I hope I hope Regis that you're right. Because I would hope so too. Although there is a, probably a couple of euf- euphemisms behind my next comment, but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to get hit with a weenie. <laughs> but if Absolutely. you're getting hit with all of those, that would suck. So I'm gonna get. I'm what gonna put mess. in hot dogs. Here we go. Absolutely. Regis guessed hot dogs. <laughs> ah, you got it wrong. You Got oh. it wrong. And this is this is another lesson we need to teach you. Okay. One. Trust your instincts. And two, got to listen to the misses, man.
1: I'm sorry, Sam. I'm sorry.
0: By the way, I'm just going to read this description because this is actually put together in English. It says, during the game, fans became heavily intoxicated, culminating in a riot in the ninth inning, during which they hurled a vast array of objects, including cups, rocks, bottles, beer, batteries, Hot dogs, popcorn. Seriously, if you're throwing popcorn, you're an idiot. And even stadium seats that they had torn apart.
1: If you're throwing hot dogs, you're an idiot.
0: What's that song by Drew Carey? The the Cleveland song?
1: Cleveland Rocks.
0: Cleveland Rocks. Yeah, they threw rocks. They did. All right, here we go. Uh, Number four. Which former Indian would later become one of only two players to end a World Series with a home run? Was it Joe Carter, wow. not to be confused with Vince Carter? Was it Grady Sizemore, Carlos Santana, or Michael Brantley?
2: I might as well do it here now, right now. I've got a question for you. Did you say Joe Carter and Vince Carter?
0: No, that's my joke of not to be confused with Vince
2: Carter. Okay, could could you please repeat the answers for me?
0: Dick, you got to listen up. Your answers, Dick, are uh, Joe Carter, Grady Sizemore, Carlos Santana, and Michael Brantley.
2: Let's see. 2007, they did not get to the World Series. They should have. They were there in 2016. That's Broken Heart City, baby. Right. Just take my heart, rip it right out.
0: Dick, your pitch clock's about to run out. Give us an answer.
2: I'm going to say Joe Carter. <laughs> okay. Here we go.
0: Hey, you got it right. Nice job. Hey. Nice job, Dick.
2: I got it right. No (laughs) Maylock City for me. No stress about that. Good job. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: Question five, son of a pitch. If you're keeping score at home, uh, Marcus, Dickie V, Regis, and Tom are three of four in the game. In 2001, who beat out Cleveland pitcher CC Sabathia for AL Rookie of the Year? Go ahead with your impression. I'll listen intently. Oh, I got to give you the answers first. Sorry, I'm a moron. Um, that would
2: be correct, sir. Yeah, that's my bet. I need that's the answers. Bet.
0: That was Regis. Carlos no. Beltran. Oh, God. How do you say this guy's name? Kazuhiro Suzuki, Ichiro Suzuki, or Honda Civic? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> or Eric Hensky.
1: <laughs> well, 2001, I remember that was the year that the Cleveland Indians played the Seattle Mariners in a thrilling game. On August the uh, the fifth, Cleveland was down fourteen to two in the last of the seventh inning. It was aired on Sunday night baseball, and they came back in one in eleven innings, or might have even been fourteen. Fifteen to fourteen.
0: I have a qu- I have two questions really quickly. One, okay. are you doing a different impression? And two, are you going to give me an answer?
1: <laughs> I am gonna give you an answer. I am doing a different impression. This is not Regis. I'm gonna
2: say from the Seattle Mariners. Ichiro Suzuki for the win. Touchdown!
0: I thought that was going to be my guess, and then you said that. I think I got it. So you're, you're going Ichiro, though, correct?
2: Yes, sir. Ichiro.
0: All right, Brent. You got it right.
2: Nice! It was
0: Musburger, right?
2: It was. Yes, indeed. Yes. I,
0: I think you got to work on that one, man. That sounds a lot like Regis and Dick Vitale that had a baby. That's what that sounded like. All right. Number six sticks on son of a pitch which player batted in a franchise record 165 runs in 1999 or they could have worded in English who had 165 rbis was it Manny Ramirez Omar Vizquel, Kenny Lofton or Roberto Alomar and if you get this wrong I'm flying to South Carolina a week earlier and I'm punching you in the rib cage
2: yo ho, 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 yo ho, ho, ho. hi Fred This is easy. This is my favorite Cleveland Indian of all time. Yo, where are my pebbles? Cocoa, fruity. It doesn't matter. Yo, it's Manny Ramirez. Yo,
0: I think Dick Vitale's had a lot of sex with a lot of your impressions because that sounds like uh, Dick Vitale and Fred Flintstone mixed together. Uh, It was
1: actually Barney. It was actually Barney Rubble. Oh,
0: so it's someone in the... Oh, I, I oh so it's from the Flintstones. I think you're yes. gonna get it right anyway. So let's just you said Manny yeah. though, is that right?
1: Yes, no doubt.
0: Yeah, that was the easiest question ever.
1: Arguably my favorite Cleveland Indian of all time, Manny Ramirez, number twenty four, who who of course played right field for the Cleveland Indians, lined up right next to the right of one center fielder, number seven, leading off, Kenny Lofton. <laughs> And then you had Albert (laughs) Bell and left back in the 90s, especially the early to mid-90s, and a plethora of other guys. Brian Giles, you name it. Great outfield back in the day for Cleveland.
0: All right, let's see who uh, Dick Vitale had sex with on this question. Which (laughs) (laughs) Which Cleveland shortstop won 11? These questions are softballs, man. This isn't baseball. Which Cleveland shortstop won 11 Gold Glove Awards during his career? Francisco Lindor... Johnny Peralta, Lou Boudreau, or Omar Vizquel?
2: Well, I got to say,
1: even though I'm a basketball and football guy myself doing a bunch of college games for uh, for CBS this day, these days and working with the great Gary Danielson, this is a no-brainer. It is a softball indeed. It is most definitely Omar Vizquel, the shortstop for the Cleveland Indians back in the 90s.
0: Yeah, you got that Put right. that one
1: to the bank like a like a Chad Henney pass to Mario Manningham to beat Penn State October 15th of 2005, may have been October 8th of 2005. I was there with Bob Greasy and Lynn Swan (laughs) calling the game on ABC. You should probably know who I am by now. Uh,
0: Brad Nessler, uh, what time did you take a dump that night?
1: Uh, I can't remember that for sure, but I I remember I was about horse.
0: All right. This is the last question on this website before i give you the two that i made up question eight on son of a pitch how many world series did the indians win during the 20th century is it one this is dumb too because they they throw the order in incorrectly if i was doing this i would have said one two three or four these Gibrones one three two or four
2: from the sony picture studio's I'm also a guy that is in the ground. I wonder if you know my impression. I've worked with Pat and
1: Vanna and everybody else at Wheel of Fortune for many, many years. I'm going to say the 2000 or the uh, 20th century, of course, was the 1900s. And you had the Cleveland Indians who won a World Series, I believe, in 1920 something. They, of course, won in 1948. I'm going to then go ahead and say two...
2: (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Oh, God, are you you "You dying again? $2,500.
0: So you said two? Two, yes, yes. Okay, you're also the voiceover guy for Wheel of Fortune. I don't know his name, but... You are correct. Charlie O'Donnell. There you go. Uh, Klaus, the music, please. So you guessed two. You got it right. Nice job. What what was the name? Charles? Charlie?
2: Charlie O'Donnell.
1: I have to ask. How was my Charlie-O?
0: Really good. It was really good.
1: Thank you. One of the first that I ever came up with.
0: That was that was actually really good. So I think it's interesting, and it's very uh, drama-filled here, that we have two questions left. I've written them both. And if Marcus gets one of the two correct, I have to dunk the rest of my Narragansett.
2: Okay, I got gotcha. it.
0: Question nine. How many different team names have been affiliated with Cleveland Professional mm-hmm. Baseball? And it's not the minor league teams. Let's clear that up. Correct. Right now. No, the major leagues. It's just leagues. professional. Is it six?
2: The seven, major leagues.
0: Or eight? Six, seven, or eight. I only give you three choices.
2: Three I'll six, make it
1: four. really quick. I am going to go again from the Sony Picture Studios and CBS Television in Hollywood. I am going to say that it will be, why not? Let's go lucky number seven.
0: That's right, Mr. PA guy for Jeopardy. Is that correct?
1: You got that one right.
0: Final question here on Son of a Pitch. Marcus has already won the game. Who were the announcers for the 1995 World Series between the Braves and the Indians? Now, there were six of them, which oddly enough, there were two networks, which you might remember. There were six announcers. I think you can get five of them. If you get six, I will smear my jeans. I think... (laughs)
2: I think I can get all six. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going
1: to go ahead and I'm going to say that that was the most fantastical, fantastic question
2: that I have ever heard. That was unbelievably unbelievable. It was so incredibly incredible that it's going to go down as the best question, questionable question of all time. And that's, of course, not since
1: I retired from being president.
0: Yeah, that, that's my guy, uh, D. Trump over there. That That's good. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do the rest of it. I'm going to have an right. ab workout if you do. That was good, though. That was well done.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. One thing that I will say, and I know I've told you this before. In 2018, it was actually like June 2nd of 2018. I was in Charlotte, North Carolina with my aunt and uncle, and I went to see Frank. I was Cowley wearing and the...
0: loafers and my red underwear. That's the... <laughs> good for you. <laughs> no, awesome. that was you. That's my impression of you.
1: <laughs> there you go. Um, I was in Charlotte, and I saw Frank Caliendo in Charlotte, and he did an impression of Donald Trump, which was exactly what I just did. He said, Donald Trump is the only person in America, or let alone the entire world, that could you that could say the same word back to back. But the first time he said it, he used it as an adjective describing it the second time. So it, in order to do that, he would say it's fantastically fantastic, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> only person that could do that. That's true.
0: But that's still more impressive than Biden, who can't even speak without a prompter. And even then, it's a struggle.
1: <laughs> but and, and either way, Sam does agree.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, let's just that, be honest. That's
1: probably the first time you ever heard my Donald
0: Trump impression. That was that was really good. My my buddy Brandon does a really good one. So that uh, that's that's up there. So that's well done. But you got to okay. answer the question there, uh, Trump's uh, what's uh, you don't have to do it in the impression. But okay. I want to see if you can name all six. This would impress the hell out of me.
1: OK, I'm going to go NBC first. OK. NBC, Bob Costas, Bob Euchre, so that's Bob Squared, and Joe Morgan. They actually did the even games, I believe. The odd games went to ABC, and it was Al Michaels, Tim McCarver, may he rest in peace, and the third one. Oh, I thought I knew now, this. Now,
0: I'm impressed already. And don't feel bad if you don't get this right, because I assumed you would get all five of those. I didn't know them. I know who they are. But I'm impressed that you know them at the age of seven or eight. But if you get the next one right, props.
1: Al Michaels, Tim McCarver.
0: We're going to take this whole segment in silence till you get this one right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: I don't think I have it right, but I'm going to take a guess anyway, so I don't spend the entire segment thinking. I'm going to say Al Michaels, Tim McCarver, and Buck Martinez.
0: That that's a good guess. Uh, it is Jim Palmer. Oh. Do you know who Jim Palmer huh. is? Yeah, Palmer. Was, I don't he, even he... know her. I'm going to finish this beer, which isn't much left because I think while I was waiting on you to finish your impressions, I was just kind of like sipping it. Gotcha. I'm going to dunk this, there you go. and then we're going to end the show. Gypsy-doo, dunkaroo! <laughs> By the way, Dunkaroos, the little like desserts it's that you so had good. kids.
1: Holy crap, I haven't had a Dunkaroo in a long time. Those are so, oh, good. so good. You know oh. what?
0: I'm, I'm throwing in, you know, my last meal is going to be a grapevine pizza, but Nerd. I would love on my last meal And people listening, keep this in mind. Take notes. I would love on my last meal to have Dunkaroos with my grapevine pizza. There you go. If someone can find Dunkaroos and just keep them in your cupboard, just in case. And when that day comes when I'm about to meet my maker, just pull them out and give them to me. I'm going to go home happy. Um, This is how we're going to do this, though. I'm going to dunk this beer in my bruisey. And then afterwards, don't do this until I'm done, because I'm going to spew everywhere. If you do this while drinking, then we're going to end the show by you doing an impression of me.
1: How long does the impression have to be?
0: Um, However you feel fit. You can percolate how you're going to uh, do an impression of me while I struggle through this beer. Keep in mind, I haven't had dinner yet, so this could be a struggle. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. And cue the acid reflux. All right what's the impression of me nothing's out of bounds whatever you think
1: okay. i'll tell you what i never quite understood and i don't think i ever will quite understand how my good friend marcus walsh was able to call so many baseball games at ashland university i spent so many times in that control room, in the studios of 88.9 WRDL Ashland, just putting those switches up and putting those switches down and thinking to myself, how much homework do I have to do? Because I can certainly bring it with me and accomplish it because I know he's going to be there after we set up the damn Marty, that godforsaken damn Marty. It, It finally worked. You know, after who knows how many times of setting the damn thing up, I had to get Marcus's ass to the field anyway, you know, because he can't drive. So he was in my car with me in in Mila and whatnot. We get to the field. I set no, up the damn market. Mila
0: wasn't born yet. <laughs> okay, Mila wasn't around
1: yet. It was the it was the Honda Camry then. The Toyota Camry. <laughs> so how much longer do I have to listen to this stuff? He's talking about, you know all the dimensions of Dodge's field. Who gives a flying ass? Who gives a flying? F-? He's starting to talk about the deciduous and coniferous
2: trees. Who cares? And then you see a pitch and it's a double play and the inning's over. But there's one problem. We still have six innings to go
1: and it's a double header. And then, you know, eventually we're going to get back to Jacobs. And then I'll probably sleep from like, you know, 11 o'clock to... PM to who knows when. Maybe I'll wake up three o'clock in the afternoon the next day and think, "Oh gosh, I'm hungry. It's time to go to convo." Then I'm gonna go back, probably watch LeBron James get his ass kicked because I can't stand that guy. And then you know what? I'll go back and maybe fall asleep. Maybe I'll do a uh, an impression of Red Boy Pizza. Come and get your meat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
1: that was the freaking funniest thing that you ever
0: did i actually have those mp3s on my computer i'm going to play that just so people know because it's not funny to them if they don't in know. the outro now the background behind that was i was hammered <laughs> we went out for a calm night senior year because I, I didn't drink yes. till i was 21 and actually i didn't drink till after my girlfriend broke my heart uh but we went out for a calm night and i forgot that i had to do these voiceovers so I, oh. I did the 15, I did the 30, and I did the 60. And I wanted to do it with a fun twist and a funny twist. And the best part was <laughs> at the end of the senior my senior year, they put together some of like the best work done by the seniors. And that was in the montage. The drunk brew Red Boy pizza voiceover, it was in there. And Claire I was... is sitting right in front of me. One of the one of the crushes that I had. Yeah, a couple and of few she years. turns around and she looks at me. She goes, Is that you? And I'm like, Yeah, that's why my face is red and I'm crying in laughter. She and goes, When I... did you do that? I said, After that night I got hammered. She goes, That's when you did that? I'm like, Yes. And it made the montage.
1: <laughs> I actually heard you do it. I think I was I was with you oh, when you did that. So I was sitting You were with me when in... you did that?
0: Or what I, I believe
1: so. Regardless, I heard it before it was on, so I knew what it sounded like. Come and get And I was meat. in the front row, and all of a sudden, I hear you <laughs> do it, and I look back to the back row, and uh-huh. your hands are just on top of your face, and I could just tell that you are laughing your ass off. And quite frankly, I was right there with you. I'm like, oh my god, they're actually I mean,
2: playing
0: this. You guys will hear this. I- I'll I'll play it. There is so much better work that I did in four years in college, especially my senior There's year. no doubt about that's it. That's the shit they chose? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is wrong with them? Someone Why needs to did be a that better not picker. make the blooper reel? <laughs> right. The, yeah, the blooper reel. That was just for TV, though. Remember, that was just TV. I, I chose not to do TV. Correct. I have an ugly face. The fact that that's what made the grade, that's what made the final cut for... Let's honor our seniors with showing off some of their best work. That's crazy. Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm conceited or arrogant. I don't like people that are those things. But I do think I, I produced better work than that. Now, here's the thing. That might have been my best in terms of creativity and getting outside of my little professional box that I always sat in. Yes. Now, here's the problem it took probably six or seven Bud Lights and a couple of lemon drops to get me out of that box, but it did make the highlight reel. (laughs) That's just too funny, man.
1: So, so I I still
0: think Red Boy Pizza. And you know what? Damn it. Now I'm hungry for pizza. So (laughs) I've had two beers. Um, I wanted to make the show the shortest one yet. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I was so tired. I was like, I just wanted to get it in and get it out <laughs> but, <laughs> and, and now it's been a two hour marathon <laughs> so without further ado here's the red boy pizza come and get your meat
2: i am a pizza i am a pizza with extra cheese with extra cheese from to
0: Red Boy Pizza features a thick, delicious crust prepared at time of ordering, six different types of grated cheese, homemade tomato paste as well, 16 pizzas to choose from, including Vegetarian, Devil's Delight, Pepperoni, Linguica, plus many combinations. Red Boy is locally owned. It is on Kenosha and Clark Streets, across the street from Murray Park. Come
2: and get your meat.
0: Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks to my company today. For my co host, Marcus Walsh, I'm Matt Brewbaker. The soundtrack for the show is brought to you by PremiumBeats.com. Please like, subscribe, and follow me on the Twitter machine personal at Matt Brew3, the show at Brew and Company. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, life isn't about the people you meet, but about the company you keep. Until next payday, cheers.